NHL Fantasy. Some of our, our proudest moments are when we sync that crack up. Oh, that was a perfect yeah. one. We yeah, can't say we all had four <laughs> beers because I wasn't the one that cracked too early this time. <laughs> Nobody cracked too early. No, so no let's not start this, this over at all because that was perfect. I know. Honestly. I'm not crocking another treehouse. Speaking of treehouse. Treehouse. Dows, what are you drinking? I just finished a juice machine. And I'll be flipping over to... I actually just cracked the super yeah, treat. But so. this was a trade. So we're trading oh, treehouses. Right. Yeah, give me a halfy of the uh, yes. gift from Craig, actually. Yeah, so what is Julius? what is that? Craig is gifting me a... Well, I gave him half of a juice machine. He's giving me half of a King Julius. It's really a great trade, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love well, both. Jiji yeah. Julius is like brand new. I've never even heard about it before. You mean Jiji Juice Machine? Jiji Juice Machine. Yeah, and that's what I'm drinking right now is Jiji Juice Machine. And oh, we, we all afford different kinds, right? Tom? Yeah, well, and I got green. Green, uh, and then I brought a couple super treats for the table. Anybody help yourself? So we're rocking, we're rocking Treehouse. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, I saw, I saw the Jiji Juice come out, and I was like, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get at least a couple. So they're selling a, a two can max. So I put the order in and had my sister go pick them up. Did you go back down, or is this from that same order? No, this is a second order. So again, my sister lives five minutes from Treehouse. So I was like, why don't you go swing by on your way home from work and grab those for your brother? And then I just met her in Chelmsford like a couple days later. Copped them. Actually, it was yesterday. Well, stole them. Yeah. Robbed her. Well, I, I mean, I put the order in online, but they had a sixty-five dollar minimum, so I was like, "Oh well, I guess I'll get some super treats and some Julius while I'm at it." Right. Seemed, well, you seem financially responsible. I think next time we're down there, we have to uh, oh, get them lives. for for a. Uh, what if we just bring the podcast equipment and set it up on the lawn, I, dude? That's what I'm saying. We, like instead of food trucks, we might be able to truck. just like you guys get any external to... outlets. Uh, we <laughs> need to draw some power. I was talking to Dallas last week about like we might be able to do like the laptop and just like two mics or something instead of bringing down the whole board i'm not sure if that works but like toss them back and forth get beers sub in and out be kind of cool oh we can figure it out i mean there's only like two plugs that i actually need yeah so we'll figure it out bring your camper down there you go <laughs> uh top shelf fantasy podcast 143 top shelf twitter instagram facebook top shelf fntsy uh we're all excited about the treehouse beers but we are starting division previews which this is going to be, what, eight weeks probably, six weeks of just nonstop looking into every single team, every division, yeah, like every player. Yep. And we're, Literally. And, and right now, I think it's more like the teams are almost set in stone. I know there's a few free agents still out there, but it's good to do it now because it's kind of like everyone's either been released or signed besides, you know, a... Love Bell, Todd Gurley, Golden Tate, those kind of guys that might sneak on some teams at a later date. Well, it sounds like, uh, actually, I did, so we'll get into the news real quick, but Golden Tate actually kind of wants to go to the Rams and play with Matt Stafford again. Interesting. That'd be I mean, it would suck for, like, I mean, it would suck, like, I wouldn't pick up Golden Tate because what they have, but it'd be fantastic for Matthew Stafford and the Rams. It's as a, a killer for, like, for guys if you're still holding, like, Van Jefferson and you want to see him do something. Or 2-2, right. like, yep. I mean, they even have Deshaun Jackson. It Whatever. won't hurt. It might even help. Cup and Woods. Yes, yeah, I would be. I would be fine if I'm a Cup Woods owner. That Tate goes there. He probably slots in as the three immediately. It just hurts the guys that had probably an inroad to to actual snaps this year. But sorry for Jacob Harris owners. And did you say that? <laughs> did you say that Lev Bell was considering retiring? Did you hear that? Yeah. So he made, he came out with a bunch of tweets and he was like, you know, I didn't really like the way, uh, you know, what's his name, Andy Reid. You know, Andy Reid. Yep. He was kind of trashing Andy Reid a little bit, and then he like. Sent out this cryptic tweet. I mean, Le Bell's a pretty cryptic guy. But he sent out this tweet, then everybody's like, is he going to retire? And I'm like, dude, he's 29 years old. I just traded for him in our Dynasty League on a cheap <laughs> two, deal. Two days ago, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this motherfucker better not retire because I'd be pissed. He's honestly probably about to drop like another rap album, and then this is just yeah. hype it up, like get more attention on him. Like, I'm, I'm being serious. Like, he did I, it last I, time. Like, yeah, I, I would agree. I'm just I'm I'm shocked there that and I was texting you this like Miami is a fantastic landing spot. Still like, is. We name like six teams like the Falcons still need a guy behind Davis or you know a complimentary guy like the Giants. I know. Oh, and how much Booker's rather? There, but fantastic for the Giants. But like, hey, let's bring in a guy behind Saquon. I know it loves the K. That guy's injury prone. I can probably get a shot there. And, and how much as Atlanta would you rather have him than bringing back say Todd Gurley? I would a million percent rather take Lev. I tell you what. I wouldn't rather. Le- I would rather <clears throat> almost a, a lot of top level running backs on Lev Bell if I'm an owner. 
or if I'm a or if I'm a coach. Is it I don't is it because of his like mindset? It's his attitude. Yeah. And I think that's why he doesn't have a job. I think the guy has plenty of life left, especially since realistically he had a year where he had a torn ACL, another thing. Like he might have played like five playing seasons. Fresh legs. <laughs> so he has plenty of work ACL. left. Oh, yes. He's he's just has that attitude. I think a should lot of be teams. well rested then. And then we have yeah. a guy like Todd Gurley who's <clears throat> visited uh, Detroit and the Ravens and walked away with nothing. Away right. and nothing. And I, I'm wondering if it's the contract thing because it, it sounded like the Ravens were like, hey, you know, we do want to give him a contract. And those are killer spots. You... Like if if you like, and I mean killer in a bad way. Like if that's where Lev ends up, I'm like, shit. Right. Like that hurts Lev and the other running backs there. Like I don't want him in Detroit. That kills DeAndre Swift, and I don't want him in Baltimore because that kills everybody. If, if if those are the teams that are looking to add, you know, veteran running backs. Love Bell is still one of the elite pass block running backs in the league. People forget that he's a premier pass blocking talent, and teams will pick him up just for that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, but he, he was on. only used for that for KC. Yeah. Like he was on the third down to block, and yeah. I mean, he wasn't used as a pass catcher, but he was used to block for. And I'm I'm sure that's homes. part of his uh, um, not interview process because he hasn't really gone anywhere. But if teams are calling, him, I'm sure he's saying that like, "Hey, I know I'm really good at it, but I want some frigging touches too. Like I'm not here to block yeah. for." You know, I'm not, I'm not blocking for a ring. So, yeah, I mean, the last update they had on the sleeper app with Lev was uh, he was looking for a team that would give him the offensive opportunities he wants. So he's still looking to be a, a starting running back. But, and as he um, should. Right. He well, has I the mean, talent. You don't want a guy coming in and be like, ah, You have not seen him go out and play well, badly enough that he's he's lost But a But role. I think Todd Gurley at this point is looking for money, not playing time. I yeah, think Lev Bell is looking for playing time, not exactly, exactly like yep. Devontae Freeman. I was going to say that. You, I think you brought it up maybe last week. That's exactly what it is with Todd Gurley. Whereas Lev Bell would just want playing time. I mean, he played a, what was a million dollars last year. Right. And he thought he was going to And he's got his illustrious rap career. He doesn't so need too. the money. He's got the rap career. Right. You know? So right. he's good. Um, all right. That was a lot of time NFL on money. a guy. I got a rap check. <laughs> that's a lot of time on a guy not in the league. We have uh, the AFC South we got to go over. Another guy that's not in the league. Yeah. And we'll just real quick. Darius Geis <laughs> charges were dropped. Um, we bring it up, honestly, because if you're in a really deep dynasty league, you should probably keep your eye on him in case yeah, he does he's sign to trending a team. in yeah, all has, sleeper things. He has no value in redraft whatsoever, but dynasty i mean he's a, he's a potential sna- uh, stash yeah i, I hate the guy him. i wouldn't i wouldn't touch him until i think craig said it until he's on a team until right. he's on a team and at this i just just hear me out the guy played one week two weeks in the nfl i mean he was gone his entire rookie year with the busted acl injury one week acl and then two weeks hurt then it was he was arrested. never getting on the field anyway yeah. So we really don't know what we have from Darius Geis. The hype around Darius Geis always came from the draft capital and the opportunity that he had with um, uh, was it Tampa at the time or was it Washington? Washington. Washington. That that why he actually was drafted and talked about. So there's nothing out there that says that you should be picking up Darius Geis right now. Right. Uh, DeCastro got released. Yeah, and I only put that in there. I know we don't talk about O line, but it well, matters big for Najee for Pittsburgh. Harris. Yeah, it is a big. They one. did just sign Trey Turner today. And Trey Turner is better than no. I want to say he's not better than DeCastro. He's not better than DeCastro, but he's serviceable and has had flashes of brilliance, honestly, in the league. But he hasn't consistently been like an All Pro. Yeah, he play, he plays a really good hot he, corner. He was a guy that got released, I believe, by the I think <laughs> it was the third, Chargers. Third Chargers, right? Yeah, he yeah. got released by the Chargers and was looking for big money, and that's why he didn't get signed until now. Yeah, because he was like, there's actually a lot of good offensive linemen out there right now that you don't think of. Like, Sailor should sign some. So right. it's they, just because a lot of them they say close to nine million drop them, and, and I know DeCastro was talking about retirement too. So I think it, it was kind of like, hey, you know, if you're doing that. Let's you know. Let's settle. Let's drop. Yeah. Let's save nine million bucks. Sign Turner. Hopefully, sign someone else. It does just suck though, because like he was probably the last good one left. I know. I saw it. I'm like, damn. They really lost everyone from last year and two years ago. That's ice. Yeah. All right. <laughs> damn. It's the Steelers. I'm uh, sure they'll figure it out. Is Russell Okung still available? We'll talk about that later. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, who is my opportunity? Well, I'm, I'm looking at offensive linemen. I, I just saw his name, and I, I'm curious if he still is, just because he was that guy that got paid in Bitcoin. It's kind of interesting. Oh, yeah. But carry uh, on. Carry on. Yeah, carry Jonathan. on. So, uh, and just a teaser for a future podcast, we got into the Scott Fish Best Ball League. So, Scott Fish, if you're listening, we actually want to be in your actual league, but we'll settle for the Best Ball Satellite League yeah, I mean, or whatever. It's second to best. 
if that makes any sense. Well, when we consolation prize, it honestly consolation doesn't prize. even matter because when we dominate this league this year, he has to put us in the regular. This is her like first year. best ball. So let's, right. <laughs> I played. Slow down. I played best ball DraftKings last year. Dominated, smashed it. Won like twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah, we'll do James a live Roche, draft baby. when um we do that. I'm pretty sure it's a sl- it, it's a slow draft. I, I, I think say. it starts in like ten days, so we'll, we'll be on top of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we won't be able to do a podcast for it. We'll talk about it yeah. after. Um, all right, so let's get into the AFC cell. Scotty, you put all this stuff together, so I will let you take the lead, my friend. All right, well, coming in first is the Tennessee Titans with a record of 11-5. and five. Um, They did pretty much similar to what they did the season before this. Um, they bring back the same coach, a new offensive coordinator. Um, I mean, I'm not a huge offensive coordinator guy, but uh, Craig, is there anything about... I, they lost their guy, that, that Arthur Smith, that helped Derrick Henry get, you know, his 2,000 yards. He is gone. Do you think the, uh, who is he, Todd? Downing. Downing. What's his he was focus? also He was also the exact same thing as what Arthur Smith was before he was the offensive coordinator. He was the tight ends coach. Okay. So that's that seems to be the trend what Tennessee wants to do is bring the tight ends coach along. And so we, we realistically should see the same thing we saw last year. I don't see much change from Downing. Yeah, I mean, it might not be as great, but I mean... An interesting again, interesting note, though, sorry to cut you off, no, is that he was formerly an assistant, offensive assistant with the Vikings. So another team that pounds the rock. And before yeah. that, he was with the Raiders, a team that has historically liked to run was he the ball. With, was he with uh, Gruden or was He was else? with the Raiders in 2017, so I think that was the Tom Cable era. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That was way long ago. <laughs> but, I think that was um, probably... I'm not sure if it might have been the first year. year. Yeah. yeah, It was probably Latavius. And he still ran him to the ground. I mean, they always ran anyway. I mean, every team he's been with. So you go Titans, Vikings, Raiders, uh, Buffalo Bills, Detroit Lions, St. Louis Rams in the early 2000s, and then back to the Vikings again in the very, very early 2000s. Like, he likes to run the ball. Yeah. Well, when you have Derrick Henry. Again, you shouldn't change um, the aspect of the offense when a guy just ran for 2K. If it ain't broke. That's a little Derrick Henry 2K. Um, But, I mean, they're bringing back Ryan Tannehill. Um they didn't, you know, bring in any other quarterback, which we didn't think they would at all. They didn't bring any running back in. They actually lost Deontay Foreman, which wasn't a huge person. I mean, behind Derrick Henry, there's really no one. And if Derrick Henry does go down, it's not like you can, you know, toss in um, Evans and he's, you know, now an RB1. It's just a they would change the entire offense if that's the case. Um, vacated targets, 216. That's massive. They they lost Corey Davis, John New Smith, Adam Humphreys, Khalif Raymond. Like that <gasps> even matters. But at first, I'm like, wow, Josh Reynolds is going to eat this year. Those vacated targets are crazy. Furster's gonna, you know, have a huge bump. And then they bring in some some guy off the street named Julio Jones. Julio Holmes? Julio Holmes. <laughs> and uh, so so those two hundred and sixteen targets, they're gonna be Julio Jones, Josh Reynolds is gonna, gonna get a few, and then AJ Brown's even get get yeah, more than last. Expand probably, the role, yeah. and then I mean, Ferks could have like a day, but like <laughs> first, he'll be he'll be that guy that gives you like twenty points one week on like ten catches and in like a score, and then won't you know he'll disappear for a week. But I would be willing the Julio, to bet the Julio, you know, role could be huge. I'd be willing to bet that first is is a streamable tight end next year. Like used I'd, I would, a lot. Yeah, I would agree with you on teams. Maybe that thirty percent range of teams. I had him on my team last so, year. Like so, three weeks. Yeah. So here's the only thing, though, right? Like when I'm looking at the team, I'm looking like first guy still got fifty three targets last year. Like those sixty five John who had. Like he's not getting one hundred and ten. You're not going to target your tight end in no. that offense that much, like. right? Like so, it's just I, I almost in a run heavy. Well, John who also got hurt for a lot. I mean, okay, so it looks he like he only missed games, one game, yeah. but, but he was I like, think there was times that he was still hobbling. One drive, and he was out the rest of the game. Yeah, I know that because I had had him. him on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, John and, who no. and you get those. I mean, Adam Thielen had that a couple of years ago. He'd play a drive and then sit the whole game, or he yeah. go, you know, he go in for a quarter and then he's out. It's like, dude, I wish you just sat so I could have started my lineup appropriately. And that's you know the fantasy side of the game, but like Fersker if he can be on the field, has a role. Like he certainly 53 targets probably goes to 65, 70. It's not going to right. Like right. Well, and I'm, right. I'm just which is at, fair for a Tennessee tight end. I'm, yeah. I'm fine with that. And he can also right. block his face off. Like he's a great, and that's blocker. why he's, he's always on the field. Right. He is big. The I'm only just, problem is that coaches have already come out and said, first is not a lock for this job. We're exploring options at tight end. So Jeff Swain. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just funny, honestly, because like I'm looking at you know the the players that left the Corey Corey Davis had 92 targets, right? Like 
Julio Jones is probably going to be somewhere in that in that range because AJ Brown's probably going to have about 115 targets. You know what I mean? Like I don't see a massive expansion in roles. I I think Julio takes a big hit coming to Tennessee. In my in my personal opinion, I know a lot of people think that he's going to just absolutely. I think explode. it's one of the best spots that he could have he gone. Win, I mean, right. Atlanta's the best spot if you stay there. He, he, he's higher ranked than any place else. But I think Tennessee is is probably a close second. Um, oh, and I know we're all Pats fans, but inarguably Tennessee is a better spot for Julio to land than than New England. Yeah, yeah and, and the I thing is, yeah. too, yeah, like yeah. I selfishly wanted Julio and to go to New England to watch him play. Him but like, with AJ Brown, they both help each other because try to find me a defense that's going to say, like, "All right, we're going to lock in on one and let one beat you." That one's going to beat you. Yeah. So, like if they see that and just say, "Sorry, Derek Henry, not your your game." I'm going to give it to AJ Brown each time. And but and you look at you look at some of Julio's target totals through over the past years. I'm going to not use last year at 68 targets because he was hurt a little bit. Most of the years where he plays a full 16 schedule, uh, 16 game schedule, 129, 148, 170, 157. He's not getting close to those this no. year. I would say 120 would be his high end on right. t- target total. But then that would on, have to beat out even what AJ Brown did last year. So that's that's, and, that's saying something. And that being said, even 120, if he converts 90 of those into catches, that's still down for his career total, you know, average wise. Yeah, I mean, I just if he gets 120 targets, that means. AJ Brown either got hurt or AJ Brown faded in that offense, right? And he was only getting like ninety something. You know, he was playing the Corey Davis role, which I don't mm. think Tennessee wants to do. I don't think you should either. Like that's I think that's the wrong call for your franchise future wide receiver, which is AJ Brown, I not be- Julio Jones at age thirty two. I believe right? they're gonna try and use AJ Brown in multiple different roles this year. And I think they're gonna move him a little bit more inside because he does have the body style for it. He is he's a little bit more elusive than Julio, and they did lose all the other slot guys. So I think they are going to bring and move AJ Brown around a lot. Like Corey Davis, while is a very poor man's Julio Jones, Julio Jones is also a big physical guy like Corey Davis was. He fits the fits the scheme. AJ Brown is going to be able to get moved around a lot more now that they have a guy that's more reliable on the outside. Right, mm-hmm. and even Calvin Ridley in the Atlanta offense alongside Julio Jones had about ninety targets a year. So you flip that and you say, Julio, why don't you be Calvin Ridley for a minute? You get 90-ish targets, and then A.J. Brown can have the 150. Mm-hmm. Or so, probably not. They won't, they won't throw as much as Atlanta. I, Nobody will yeah. throw as much as Atlanta. Right. And, and out of all teams in the NFL to have this many vacated targets, it probably has to be the team that runs the ball the most. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, this couldn't have been any other offense. Do they run like, more? <laughs> Whoa, we're so excited. Um, I, I don't really know there's much else to hit on. I mean, there's... There's Des Fitzpatrick, the rookie, but since Julio Jones went there, he's kind of kind of be brushed away for at least his first year. Same I mean, com- same comment for Josh Reynolds, like who we thought was going to have yeah, a role. I mean, I, I think Josh Reynolds will be a fine three, like he was with the Rams, and we saw he right. So he, he leaves the Rams thinking, oh man, I'm going to be number two in this team. I'm going to be so good. <laughs> They're like, hey, we got this Julio guy. <laughs> but to be fair, Josh Reynolds is young. If you're in a dynasty league, there's no problem with you picking him up for like if you do have multiple year contracts or or if you're set up like us or if you just get a guy forever. Reynolds is not a bad stat. He's going stash. to be a streamer uh, yeah. this season. Well, I mean, Julio's got an injury history too, so I mean, there at is, any at any point, Josh Reynolds could be the wide a, There's a chance he starts to break down more. He's had he didn't get hurt with that foot injury he had last year. Um, Last year, I can't remember which one it was. It was the hamstring that hampered him this whole year. But he had had that foot injury for like three, four straight years that could creep up on him. He's just a like, la AJ Green. He's that classic, like, I'm probable every single week. And it's like a legit probable. He's like, yeah, we're not really sure if he's going to go. And then he plays. And you're like, well, he played through a foot injury. He played through a foot injury. I can't. I can't believe I signed him back <laughs> for four years. <laughs> well, just, well, I mean, come on, that's what I had to do. But uh, yeah, I don't want a heart attack every week, and I went ahead and did it to myself. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, moving on. Next team is the, is the Colts. Uh, same record, eleven and five. Uh, playoff team with Phil Rivers. Rivers retired. Um, they're bringing a guy of Carson Wentz, which I think was a fantastic uh, trade. Same coach, Frank Wright. He knows Carson Wentz. You know, you know Carson Wentz had a pretty good season with him. So MVP caliber. Right. I mean, my point is, if they're eleven and five last year with Rivers and we saw Rivers play. He played fine, but there was a lot of times where, you know, he was overthrowing. He wasn't like he, he was just kind of flustered. You bring in a hopeful better quarterback in my mind, I think, younger quarterback, with the same team, with the same line who was unreal last year. 
they're they're locking to playoffs. I mean, like I don't see anywhere that they're not playoffs unless it all goes completely wrong. Yeah, made a bet over the weekend, uh, over over nine and a half for them for on the season. Oh, that's for, that's for what their wins. betting line is. Ooh. I was like, I have to take. I that. like that. Oh, I totally forgot to bet on that. I, I, get today after. I, I couldn't bet futures there. I, I had to bet the day of. It's like they have met nine and a half. They were 11 and five last year. And they got a better, not, I guess, better, but younger. Who You know, yeah, someone, I mean, someone I they're think familiar you, with. Yeah, I think people would say they're probably a better quarterback for this season. And and, and uh, Jonathan Taylor last year, he's only going to improve his second season. Um, say what you want about Marlon Mack. He is back. But so he's, yeah, he's back, and he was a good running Even back. Even if he's not you know? getting 10 carries <laughs> In a his game. one game, he averaged six and a half yards yeah. a carry. But I mean, the year before that, I think he had 1,000 rushing yards. He's Yeah, he's not a bad running back. He just got hurt like, and lost his job because of it. But you have two legitimate running backs this year. I mean, Jonathan Taylor is the, is the bell call. I'm not making that argument anymore. I made the bet last year with Tom, and Marlon Mack decided to get hurt in the freaking first week, so he couldn't even have a fun little tete-a-tete. But... Um, now you have two legitimate running backs, and you still have Naheem Hines, who is a very, very good third down back, probably one of the best in the league. So, I mean, fantastic offense for for Carson Wentz to slot into with 100 weapons outside. I mean, Paris Campbell can stay healthy. Huge bump for him. Um, Michael Pittman made some strides last year, yeah. especially towards the end of the year, to, to really look good. And then you have T.Y. Hilton, who's a seasoned vet. If he yep. can stay healthy, I mean, this team this team at plus or at 9.5 is like you hammer the over. Like right. I, I haven't penciled in for 12 wins. Yeah, especially I, guaranteed two wins against the Texans in your division, right? If Deshaun doesn't play, uh, and so oh, Jaguars too. Are there, so. Yeah, I mean Trevor Lawrence is a god, and this guy Etienne's all right. <laughs> I'm looking at their, uh, I'm looking at their play total. Right, um, we have it on the sheet. I think it, it says eight thirty. I'm looking at Pro Football Reference. They ran about a thousand plays last year. That was middle of the pack with an aging Philip Rivers, like. Now insert Carson Wentz and think about how many more plays you're going to be able to have. Think about how many more third downs Carson Wentz could extend to potentially make those yeah. first downs. And I feel like a lot of like, the time with the Colts last year when they were up, they're like, hey, you know, let's let's run the clock out. Like, right. Let, let's try to get the ground game, the, and the, and the run lot game of stuff, going, ground game going. A lot of stuff before the line of scrimmage, too. They get up there, and he was turning into almost a mini Peyton Manning that year. Mm-hmm. He was he was literally just sitting there for 15 seconds Omaha, waiting the clock. Omaha! Because <laughs> that's what I, he I had at that Peyton point. Manning. I mean, he, he lost a lot of athleticism. Yeah. He had to get his yeah, blocks no. in, right? I think it, I think it's going to be a really interesting uh, uh, offense this year. Now, the, I want to make a re- uh, quick point on Marlon Mack. So they had like 75 vacated rushing attempts. And Jordan Wilkins had 84. 37. It's oh, okay. It's 75 I'm, looking targets. At that. I'm looking at the targets. Yeah, so they had 37 vacated rushing attempts, and Jordan Wilkins had 84. Jordan Wilkins is a prime cut candidate, and yeah. then Mac just yeah. slots yeah. in. And He's takes cut, the or role. we've seen them carry four. They they carried four last I mean, year to, to start the season. Sure, Wilkins would be great on special yeah. teams. Yeah, I mean, right. great athlete. And I think that, like, that's Will, why he's still there. If like, you, right. But, I mean, Marlon Mack has an injury history, too. I know last year he missed the whole year, but in the past he's missed with a hand injury and this and that and the other thing. So, yes, if Mack's there, I completely agree. Jordan Wilkins is irrelevant. You t- he takes all of his carries. But, I mean, Mar- Marlon Mack goes down again in week two. You, you probably want Jordan Wilkins there. Yeah, they'll, they'll keep, I mean, Naheem Hines can only do so much to spell uh, Jonathan Taylor. They also used... Wilkins quite a bit. I mean, eighty-four carries plus probably probably some targets. Right, the, the year that Marlon Mack was a starting running back, they used Jordan Wilkins. A lot. I don't know why well, I'm saying was... probably some targets. It's right in front of me, sixteen targets. <laughs> I mean, and that that also came down the stretch where Jonathan Taylor was hurt coming out of the bye week. I, I remember coming out of that bye week and Jonathan Taylor's like snaps were way down. I was like, oh, this is not oh, and I'm good. Sitting I, thought there. Was, I thought he was benched. I'm sitting there rubbing my hand, just greasing my knuckles like, Tom, you're going to pay up on this bet, son. <laughs> and then all you of a sudden, lost. snapped Achilles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Boom, roasted, cooked. Uh, yeah, well, I... So, I no, you go, I'm sorry. So I was just going to say, like, I think similar to the Tennessee, I don't think the run game changes, but now the pass game is going to be... Upended, right? And we a lot of difference. Changing a quarterback is like the biggest, que- not question mark, but like the biggest variable you could possibly have in an offense. Yeah, and if and if honestly, if if uh, Wentz is going to be able to make those throws that he wants to be able to make, you're talking having Michael Pittman and and I would say more Michael Pittman than T. Y. Hilton because yes, what well, T. Y. Hilton's a burner, but he he really is kind of small. Wentz is going to be able to put it put the ball near the receiver. In in highlight situations, and I think Pittman's the guy that's going to be able to go up and get it. 
Uh, whereas he'll have to throw it on a dime with T.Y. Hilton. But these are the things that I now, think this this team changes with is being able to have more downfield presence. Now, would you say Michael Pittman's slightly better than J.J. Ortega Whiteside? <laughs> yeah, slightly. where did that come from? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that's I mean, who we had to throw to last oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. That was yeah, his yeah. big go-and-get-it guy last year. I mean, any of that red zone specialty Paris Campbell there. Um, Paris Campbell, if he can stay healthy, is a game changer. He will, oh, yeah, it he will is. be huge. Yeah. Like he will be able to do anything and, they want him and to. And he's not been like, there. like soft tissue or ligament. He like broke his hand. It's like okay, like when you get your hand bashed into shit, like it breaks. It, Unfortunately, yes. He and then he tore, the, yeah, he tore his PCL. It was a PCL. <laughs> oh, he blew his whole knee up. I forgot about that. Yeah. But he broke his hand the first year. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Uh, um, as well, a, you get that repaired, now he's good to go. As don't tear the other one. Tight end. They don't really have much. They they still have Mobile Cox, Jack Doyle. I and still they think they bring dra- Ertz in. They drafted Kyle Grants and right. I was going to get to Ertz. Sorry. I hope no, no. So, so, this is your division. I'm, I apologize. No, it's, yeah, come on. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm kind of shocked that I, I know Ertz wants to trade. Eagles want to trade him. They've been on trade the guy since last season. How the hell haven't they found a, a way to trade him to the Colts or any other team? Right. Talk to Bill Poling. He'll probably give you some Oxycontin or something. Like, work it out. I mean, I. <laughs> I do like <laughs> a couple quaaludes yeah. for you, buddy. Doug Peterson was still there. Maybe. Don't don't Shout draft any England. don't draft any tight end. Shout out to uh, in, uh, Indy, please don't. No, <laughs> I mean it was the same thing last year. You you had Burton, Ali Cox, and Doyle. They were all just like a mess. Burton, you could play year. one week and then right. Like, Doyle is yeah. honestly good. Like he, he's not. But they a don't bag throw him. him. They use right. him as a passing. I mean a he, run blocking. He guy. blocks because yeah. he's huge. And then I think he got hurt last year too. Did he miss a few games? All three of them got hurt. No, he missed two games. He missed a couple. Uh, I I personally like Mo Alley Cox, and I would I would keep my eye open because again they may not have passed the tight end much last year, but you have a brand new quarterback and a quarterback that threw to the tight end often when he was in Philadelphia. Now neither of these guys are Zach Ertz, but well you know and, like and you a coach said, I mean, that T. likes T. to throw to them. That's no, why we no, picked Trey Burton last year. No, they they do tight ends. They right. do like to throw to the tight end. Let's not get that twisted because you add it all up. They're over hundred targets at the tight end position. It's just they didn't pick one. Mo Ellie right. Cox was streamable right. last year. Same thing with Houston. <laughs> for like three weeks. Yeah, you could like pick him for a week or, or so. Tom hit on Mo Ellie Cox as his start multiple weeks in a row. <laughs> and I mean, if T.Y. Hill It had been only two because the stats aren't that good. I'm riding the monster <laughs> Mo Ellie Cox. Yeah, maybe just Well, two. he had two touchdowns. So. <laughs> he, was a, he was a big boy. Um, you're a, by the end of his run, you're calling him six foot nine, 390 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> seven feet tall. He's a thick bitch. <laughs> he is. Um... Real quick, too, I don't want to keep hammering the point, but there's not a ton of like talented pass catchers. Naheem Hines could be in for a like hundred target season. I mean, you put him in the slot. Seventy six last year. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's been over seventy. I think at least two times in his career. It was two years Checking ago. Up. He was like the first or second receiving I think running back after Eckler. Two yeah. years ago it was Eckler because Eckler. No, it's McCaffrey, Eckler, and then him. I think they were all over. Yeah. Seventy. Who is that? Who is the running back out in Detroit? I'm but uh, Reddick. Uh, well, oh, theoretically, oh, Redick. I mean, yeah. at one point he had like it, like these yeah. guys exist, and Hines looks to be one of them. Yeah, and he, he and he showed he can do it. See, who's and the receiver? Stay healthy. Knock on wood. Targets who? 81, 58, 76. 81, yeah. 58, so 76. So over the, the three years ago, the I'm shocked he's only been in the league and that's, for three years. I feel like that, I've been talking. That's about his rookie year, decade. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think he got hurt his second year with 53, or they just sucked. He did, yeah. No, no, yeah, he did. He played 16 games. Yeah. No, they no, also no, had Jacoby, hurt, they had Jacoby Brissett <laughs> passing the quarterback. Uh, that, quarterback there you go. That's yeah, yeah, that, 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 Something that hindered him, right. and it was Jacoby <laughs> Yeah, because something happened that year. I forget. Right. Some major quarterback retired So Hines would have had like 100 catchers that that season. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. something happened. All right. Do you want to get into um, the shit teams of this division? Chart, chart. Yeah, let's, let's see if we can find a fantasy football player. Houston here. Texans, four and twelve last year. Actually, not as bad. Like like Deshaun Watson played his ass off last year and he passed for forty eight hundred yards and he was a what I think was a quarterback six on the year. I know my thing is yeah. there. 70, quarterback five on the 70% year. Seventy percent completions. Yeah, he, that's thirty three with I I mean Will Fuller was a massive factor in that he stayed healthy until he got suspended and we didn't know why he stayed healthy. <laughs> but um Brandon Cooks came in. He stayed healthy when when he was you know an injury prone guy. Cobb was there. Cobb was okay, but overall Deshaun Watson didn't even have that great of targets compared to what he had with uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Right, and he still did that. Biggest factor is Deshaun Watson. Let 
like leave out his legal shit. He has said, even if he's you know clear and he's going to play, he's never going to play it down for the Texans again. I I know there's people that are hoping he will. There, he's not. There, there's no world where he plays a down ever again for Houston. And he's, I don't blame him because what that team has done for him, they got rid of his best player when he said don't do it. Um, I mean the coach is gone. It's a brand new. Regime there, but he still wants out. Oh yeah, and I mean, with that, I mean, we're trying to leave the legal shit out of it because I don't really want to talk about it. But with the allegations that it, it's fabricated by the organization to keep him there, if that has any truth to it, which Deshaun Watson seems to be claiming pretty vehemently, then yeah, I wouldn't fucking play another down for him either. Especially when they just gave me what a hundred and fucking fifty million dollar guaranteed dollars. Yes, I will never play it down again, and I will just sit on my. Mattress made of money. I'm all set. Yeah, Bye. Was, you can go find me 20k a game. I don't care. You can play <laughs> find, one find year on that you, contract. Yeah, find me whatever you want. I quit. <laughs> I'm out. He's taking the Albert uh, Hainsworth approach. Fuck you. That's Fuck more you. than what You're Carson cool. Wentz got paid for his contract. <laughs> right. Carson Wentz didn't play a year in that new contract yet, right? Oh my god. Oh no, you're no, right. He yeah. didn't. So they, I, up, they upped it, and then he went over to Watson played one. Yeah. So, so he, I, I mean, literally, he he has no obligation to go back to this team and. Well, in in all right. Blame so let let's put this all in context real quick. They had middle of the road. They were 14th in total. Um. Uh. Oh shit. Sorry. I wanted to look Offensive at. Yards, I wanted to look at, at attempts. Um. They were 23rd in total passing attempts. They were fourth in passing yards. So that's a that's a. He was doing way more with with it. Way less that, right. I mean, <laughs> that's like, all you need. And you so have a couple guys the, who run hundred miles an hour. <laughs> Right. But if you're the Texans, how do you look at that and go, we're going to do everything to keep you happy? Right. You know what I mean? Like, why would because you do this? Because he brought a team. I, I, I know their record didn't show up, but they brought a lot of teams down to the wire, just like the um, Chargers Chargers did uh last couple of years. Like, and if I'm not mistaken, his stats are freaking insane. If I'm not mistaken, I think they may have gone 0-4, then they fired Bill O'Brien, then they won oh, and like then they 3 had a and one or locker something Locker room like thing, like, you know, yep. let's play. So play, let's, there yeah. was all that in the beginning of the year, too. And then they were like, wait, even if we win all these games, it's not going to matter. Let's just tank. Yeah. yeah. So the, <laughs> the new coach is uh, David Cully. I, I don't know much about him. Craig, I'll, I'll let you start. I in. could give you some information on their offensive coordinator. I don't know if I have much so on Tim, David Cully. Tim, Tim Kelly is still there. He, he was the same one there as last year, I'm pretty sure. I uh, I apologize. I have no notes on David Cully, so that should say something. All right. Uh, I mean, again, if... I have notes on almost every offensive coordinator. If I'm a coach nothing, and knowing that Deshaun Watson will not be there, which it, every coach is at, out there last summer to, you know, get a job they're not going here they know deshaun's not going to play i think we've spent a lot of time on deshaun let's go into the vacated targets they have is 194 a lot of this coming from will fuller um kenny still has had a few darren fells is gone and duke johnson is gone so what do they do you know you get rid of these guys you cut duke johnson why would you cut duke johnson when you're going to bring philip Lindsay, rex burkhead and mark ingram and then you keep david johnson and and buddy hell and Don Trail. So, so right. you're a four-headed... Oh, wow, that sounds horrible. Four-headed running back. <laughs> yeah, we're going with a four-headed scheme here. Uh, got no quarterback that we know about, so and that's an offense They They also restructured David Johnson's contract, which leads yes. me to believe they actually wanted to get rid of David Johnson, and it was like, listen... So it's you're either so cut or you figure out a way to give us a, a pay cut. Is it know. two years now, or, or is it still like... I the, don't... I don't know the was. details off the top of my head. I, I think it was more guaranteed, bit, and I forget. Wait, I mean, well, that's t- that's typically what they do, yeah. or or they'll guarantee some more money. They'll cut off a year. They'll probably just I think that's what they make did. It is, cheaper, yeah. but but I would think one of those guys you just named gets cut, like Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, Rex Burkhead, or David Johnson. I would one think of them either Ingram or I'm thinking Burkhead, Burkhead gets cut. If I if I had to pick two, I don't think Philip Lindsay getting cut. No. I know he's he's older at 27 but he's the young the young bull here which that's that's so sad and they didn't even bringing a rookie running back they only brought nico collins which i do like but poor him because he's probably paying with tyrod or the rookie davis mills which was a a horrible pick whoa or ryan finley Oh, so, God, the um, guy from Cincinnati that... Oh, no, 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 no. They're going to sign David Blau. It'll be fine. Oh, well, if they had David Blau... I think David Blau took Ryan Finley's job. So, uh. yeah. <laughs> and, and I know we spent time on the running backs. 
I was shocked putting this together. I mean, all right, they still have Brennan Cooks. They still have Randall Cobb. Kiki is still there. They brought in a bunch of receivers. Alex Erickson, Chris Moore, Andre Roberts, Chris Connolly, Dante Moncrief. And they all suck. It's the same with the running backs. Like, bringing... Don't bring four of those. Bring in one... Right. Will Fuller back. Like, I don't get like, So that. you are spending now $4 million on four different wide receivers who all suck. When I was doing my Nico Collins research, I found out that Andre Roberts looks like to be the leader as the wide receiver too outside of, um, you know, as in the X and Z position. Yep. Yep. Because uh, Cobb has that Y locked up. But so Andre Roberts, which is career sickening. journeyman, a <laughs> know, career special teamer, like yeah. return specialist, only going deep guy might be the the number two there. If it's not Nico Collins, like basically that's his competition. Hopefully it is Nico. Collins. So it's probably Nico Collins. Um, and I, and I do have some information on David Cully now that dude, dude did ask the question, and it brings it actually is shareable. He has been under the Andy Reid coaching tree since 1999. He Sign me up. The Eagles. I want the them all. Eagles, then the Chiefs, and then recently he was with the Ravens. And Harbaugh is Reid. Part part of that too. Yeah. So so you look at that and, and you know, he, the coach has been around a while. I mean, he's got to start with Bill Cower and the, the Steelers a long time ago. So it does, you know, bear mentioning. Bill Coward. They're uh, nailed it. I, I just... I don't. I honestly, even redraft wise, I don't think I can touch a single Texan. They ran the least amount of plays last year. Brandon Cooks is probably worth that. I, I, I wouldn't. You're not I wouldn't expecting. Even touch, but what are you going to get? I from mean, him? but with, for without his ADP, Watson, without Watson, I don't want Brandon Cooks at all. Like, I mean, right. God, if it's Tyrod Taylor, do I think that he can hit Brandon Cooks and stride downfield before it's Brandon been, Cooks gets a concussion? The thing is, is going back <laughs> to Buffalo, it's been hard to start a Tyrod Taylor and, wide receiver. And we don't really even know if Tyrod Taylor is going to make it onto the field if he has to get another like lung injection. <laughs> Herbert hey. just calls Mills. Hey, you want yeah, to start yeah. so, that No, no, no. no. Hey, I figured Mills, how to Mills. do it. Mills calls Herbert. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how'd you get on the field for uh, your rookie it. year, bud? He goes, oh, let me tell you a guy. I got a guy. <laughs> I got a guy. He's great at posing as an NFL doctor. Yeah, I, there just is nothing good. Check to see who their trainer they're, is. They're gonna run less plays than they did last year. They're gonna have more. Like they're gonna have a bigger split, a bigger distribution of those carries between all the dog shit running backs. You don't have a quarterback that can throw to the wide receivers. Like I would love to be in the Texans like press room and be like, so what are you gonna do better this year than you well, did last and year? And it's like, why eh, would you eh, want to be there? And the interesting thing is they drafted a another of, place. They drafted a ton a of defense. They trapped a ton of defense, so that means in their mind they're going to hold teams to less points. So what does that mean? They're going to throw more because they're where are you getting points from? Well, <laughs> that's why score them. that's it's, why they signed eighteen running backs. Right? They're like, okay, so it's a zero zero game. We're going to uh, like de- like uh, like I don't know, de- ground and pound plus defense. Is that an offense? It's going for the Is first. Is that an offensive plan you, playing defense? Uh, <laughs> do they even have their first round pick for this year? Because maybe that's what they're trying to make up for. No, right. they had a third round pick. It's, their first pick was the third. Oh, oh, oh! No, I'm talking for, for next year. For next they, year. they do have it. So they, they finally have one. They, they, they need the to, Laramie Tunsil trade is done now. They need to tank the for first. <laughs> Freaking Laramie Tunsil. Can we go to a better team? I mean, well, can we? The they Jacks, will. They yeah. will be better. Well, I mean, like it. That's not saying much. Like there's right. a lot of team, fantasy like, assets yeah. that come from this. So team. Jacksonville was one in fifteen last year. They did everything right. The New York Jets did everything wrong by winning games at the end of the season to not get Trevor Lawrence. Um, I mean, St. Trevor Lawrence, he, he was the 101 in the NFL draft. Best prospect coming out of college and Andrew Luck, like, you know, diamond in a rough. And he, who else? Uh, Travis Etienne was also selected in the first round. So, so two offensive weapons selected in the first round with Urban Meyer. Brand new coach out of college. Of course, you all know who Urban Meyer is. Now, this could go very well or very south with Urban Meyer. And I know a lot of people that I know are like, oh, this is going to be a complete shit show. Meyer's going to be out of the league in a year. I don't – I hope not. I don't think so. I think what he's doing with drafting and what in the offense is, I mean, bringing Marvin Jones, a vet, to kind of you know teach these younger guys you know, the ropes. I think it's all a recipe for success. Yeah, I agree. And and you have Daryl Bevel returning as offensive coordinator, similar to what Cliff Kingsbury did when he had um, brought in, or no, not it was Sean McVay. He came in, I'm going to be an offensive mind, you know, I'm going to hold on to Wade Phillips and he's going to take defense. Like he, Urban Meyer knows what he's good at and what he's not. And he's going to have Daryl Bevel, who is and has been a, a, a great 
uh, offensive coordinator for the last five years to you know rely on. And I think that that's something that's going to work well with this team. Urban Meyer very well could be out in three years, but it's not going to destroy Trevor Lawrence's career. And, and the next couple of years, I still feel that these players on offense are still going to do something worthwhile for fantasy purposes. Yeah, I you know what's interesting about this team? I they they were middle of the pack as far as like how many plays they ran. They ran 997 plays. They were 24th, so they were like below average. I think Urban Meyer comes in and pushes them above that, you know, 1050 mark. Yep. They're going to be a lot faster. They're going to run 60, 70 more plays, which when you say like when you look at okay, they only had eight vacated rushing attempts, but when you think about how is that all going to change the dynamic, like ETN should get a ton of work. You know, even if even if he only got sixty carries, sixty carries still your rookie year is a ton. I think he outperforms James Robinson and gets closer to two hundred carries and James Robinson's the one with sixty and the thumb up his ass. But that's just like how I look at that offense. So Well the, you and you also look at the vacated targets. Like 235 well, right. vacated targets, Etienne should eat 60 of those. Oh, absolutely. 100%. So let's be real. That was shocking. College coach. He's going to run the ball a lot. Yeah. You're going to have 200 plus for Etienne. You're going to have 100 plus for James Robinson. It's going to happen. This team's going to run a lot. And the J- uh, Jags' offensive line is good. You saw James Robinson run well. It wasn't because James Robinson is a super, like superior elite athletic talent. He's a good, very, very good running back. But the O line worked well together. They don't have any standout huge ma- names. Maybe Linder's like a like probably a top tier guy on the on the, on the O line, but they made holes and he ran through them. And he did it well and effectively. Now you plug in Etienne, who is a superior athlete to James Robinson. No knock on James Robinson, but Etienne's a freak. He's taking those to the house. Yeah, right. he I mean, might have sixty attempts. He might have five thousand yards, and he'll be <laughs> he'll be a much better RPO guy. They're not going to have James Robinson go in with a complex run scheme. They won't do it. Like James Robinson had didn't do it last year. The 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 offense was literally dumbed down to the players that they had. Yep. Zone block, run through the hole. Bye bye. That was it. That's all I could do. That's why they won one game. And <laughs> so this year they're going to have much more complex schemes. You'd have Trevor Lawrence on the same page with Travis Etienne. And you Trevor got Lawrence, pulling guards Etienne. and RPOs and friggin'. And that's why you're going to see Etienne with more swing passes. It's going to be a much more elusive backfield. And James Robinson doesn't fit that, but he is still going to be worth something. I just hope to God that. Urban Meyer isn't coming into the NFL. And he's a smart guy, so I know that he isn't. But I hope that he's not coming into the NFL thinking like, oh, yeah, I'll give it to like Etienne on like an outside sweep handoff, and he'll just beat everybody <laughs> to the corner. It's like, no, he won't, because yeah. the NFL linebackers are too fast for that. Yeah, we talked yeah. about it on our pull, last podcast. Let me pull my left anymore. tackle. Right, yeah. yeah. Let me pull my tackle. Yeah, no. Have you ever seen an NFL linebacker run? Patrick Queen is hoping you pull a tackle. He'll kill your whole family. <laughs> I've seen him do it. Uh, yeah, little, and uh, it, just back on the James Robinson is like a jag. Yeah, four and a half yards carry last year. Yeah. Great. I mean, jaggish. It was fun. <laughs> four and a half a carry in the NFL is really good. Well, I, well, so I would argue that the elite top of the but again, like, four, really good. But again, what, what we were basically... 5.0. What we're saying is, is when you have such a dumbed-down style where you have your offensive line doing what they're best at and the running back really going up a hold, you're go- if you're not putting up 4.5, then you're really terrible. Yeah, ETN's going up James Robinson's hold, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, I think also it, had Gardner Mitchell and Jake Lutton or Luton were like, Teams are not scared about. Them. They're like, yes, we okay. We realize that James Robinson can run the ball. We're gonna play for that. And if you guys want to beat us with a pass, whoo, by all means, try your best. So James Robinson getting four and a half yards carry when everybody in the stadium knows he's running the ball fifteen times a game, twenty times a game, twenty five times a game. Like, it's not bad. He, I mean, he he earned he earned a sustained role in this offense. So I feel bad that Etienne's coming in and probably gonna usurp him pretty quickly, but. One A one B is not out of the question. We're not we're not talking about Etienne I mean, being the guy. It's the like NFL Robinson. now. You you have to have two guys unless you're there's there's few and far between bell cows in the league. Yeah, and I mean even the guys that are bell cows, we're seeing them break down and not be able. To, Christian McCaffrey should not be a bell cow. He can't handle it. He should be a one A one B with whoever the hell else is there. Chuba like Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard, yeah. And then like, I mean Dalvin Cook's probably your best bell cow bell cow right now, and he we've seen him. He gets broken. Down. We've seen him break down. Like the last two years, he has a game. We've seen Ooh. the last two years he's succeeded and he's he's stayed and that's healthy. That's a huge question mark because Madison's he gets probably hurt one of the week best 14, backups 15. in the league. Right, but every what are you gonna do? 
but it's... we haven't hit on the passing game on this one. Yeah, so I, I just I was gonna just bring this up real quick. Three hundred and sixty one passes to the wide receiver. So I know you want to go to the wide receivers, but how many of those do you think ETN ends up grabbing? Three hundred and sixty. ETN is going to grab a lot. Like, right. ETN is going so to be extremely James, very well. James fit. Robinson like had 60 targets last year, which is more than I thought he would get 49 receptions. I think he can kiss all of those goodbye. I do. I mean, I think... Maybe he catches 15. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so like Derrick Henry just, level. Just to yeah. keep teams honest. There's yeah. probably about 300 to 330 right. total passes and going the, to the wide receivers. Those vacated That's targets of, up, of 235. Much more fast-paced offense. Well, well, plus, Dario Gumbawale is done. So that's twenty more targets. Divino Zigbo done nine targets. Don't say that. Like, <laughs> Don't say that. you guys are you guys are done. You guys are freaking done. Um no but all right so so two hundred thirty five vacant well, targets gone, actually Chris, Chris Thompson's, Thompson's gone. He didn't do shit last year. He was hurt. He's freaking done. But, oh, oh he's hurt. Weird that never happens. All Let's those Scott talk oh, about God the damn it. Receivers. All those were Keelan Cole, <laughs> Eifert, Connolly. They only brought in Marvin Jones. Nah. Uh, excuse me. They only brought in Marvin Jones. Uh, excuse we'll me? We'll talk about Tim Tebow in a little bit. This guy, Josh Imaterbebe? <laughs> Come on. Where's, what the fuck? What are you talking about? Josh Imaterbebe. Look him up. He he's not a, on our he sheet. Like, he was a, uh, yeah, he was an undrafted, undrafted uh, yeah, free. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, also, <laughs> but also Tim Tebow. Marvin Jones goes there. Tim Tebow goes there, of course. is the big name. He's probably going to get cut. If not, good for him. Don't pick up Tim Tebow Fantastic in your Fantastic story. But... Marvin Jones goes there. He he demanded 115 targets last year. That that's 100 more targets left over if 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 he gets that. Chark, Lavishka should should eat. Should absolutely Lavishka eat. Lavishka is one of the guys I'm like huge step forward. They're like this is his year that he should take a step forward. And I really hope he does because I like Lavishka. I don't know that he does. I don't know. But I mean, he's like, he yeah. needs a stay healthy guy kind of too. I'm kind of so. just worried. Like again. Urban Meyer, college coach, he'll use him in some gadgety type probably plays. But I think that Marvin Jones is going to eat a lot of LaVisca's work. He's he's very, very good wide receiver. Like, he has been for years. So, Marvin it should Jones. be Shark and Jones. Absolutely. And then LaVisca, slot, gadget, whatever. And and in, in, in so many cases, the team is probably going to rely on Marvin Jones more than DJ Marvin Shark. Marvin Jones would be the best receiver on that Whoa, team. Whoa, DJ he, Shark put well, on 10 pounds of muscle. Well, prediction. Well, so that's, and that's a good thing to put because they, they, they will rely on him on third down situations. Like, DJ Shark is, is athletic as all hell. But Marvin Jones but, has the the, t- the the brain. Ten pounds of muscle. What did Urban Meyer say about DJ Shark? Ten you're, pounds of muscle. You're a big man playing, playing small. small ball. And then DJ Shark said, I just flexed on you. Ten pounds of muscle. Let's go. I'm, and he's I'm like, okay, then show me in the field. You're still a big man playing small ball. He's going to be Nikhil <laughs> Harry. Want to kill myself? DJ, DJ Shark is going to have to watch out because, I, he, I mean... Myers got no ties to him whatsoever, yep, and yep. he drafted Immortay Baby. Yeah, he only has ties to Marvin Jones because he came in there and the first thing he says, "I want Marvin Jones. Let's sign him." And yep. to be fair, and to DJ Shark, who who is the best quarterback that, ever, at, that he's ever played with? Gardner Minshew, right? Or Blake Bortles? Was he no? There with never Blake Blake Bortles? Bortles. He never. He never. Nick Foles. Over. Nick Foles. Who was before Gardner Minshew that year? Nick Foles. Was it Foles? I don't know. No, uh, no, it was a bunch in, of shitty. quarterbacks. In any case, Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback he's ever but played. But Shark with. barely played his rookie year, so I don't, I don't even count that. In any case, French. this is the best quarterback that he will have ever played with, and he hasn't even stepped foot on an NFL field yet. Yeah. So, whatever happens week one, that'll be my that'll be my gauge to see if he's going to actually play Ooh. you know football in the NFL. I I I am leaning more towards Scotty that Marvin Jones is going to be like the, number, the number. I'll do a shotgun. I'll, do a shotgun I'll take right Shark now. over over Jones for number one oh. receiver on the team. All right, and most, then, targets, and then most targets. No fantasy. Most, no, no. It's a fantasy oh, football. Fantasy points. It's a fantasy football. Yes. I, I think fantasy right, points. That's fine. And then Lavisca is just a wash for all. Of I'm, this, unless well, he wants Lavisca. So I will say the same. Like I agree that Jones will be more, you know, part of this team's success than DJ Sharks is. But I have to take Sharks' fantasy value more than Jones's. Me and Craig so I'll Tom take and Scott. Well, so See, me, I, would me, agree, I would agree with that. Cool but for the hell of a shotgun. I'm surprised NFL, no one's like But Jones is going the, to be like more <laughs> fantasy relevant than anyone thinks. Jones is probably going to go in like 15th round when the guy should be eighth. PA right. versus the BOD. So, <laughs> so, so, D, so DJ Chark and Davis are going to be, be drafted way high, and then so Jones will different. Jones will be bottom like the last couple rounds. And, jo- and Jones's value is going to be like he's going to be much more important. I'm going to target Jones in a lot of leagues. 
Hey, so if you're listening, Jones, this is why we do division Jones. previews because you yes. find gold like this. 13 yards a catch last year. So I mean, how you yeah, doing? If you get Jones with the right value on his ADP, he like, played right value. Wait till the last round. 76 dude. catches, 978. Yeah. I don't know right. where he's actually going. So that's the, that's I, the first shotgun bet of the year. Then that's the first shotgun bet of the year. Marvin so. Jones I'll, versus. I'll, I'll I mean, take you last dark. weekend. I'm sure yeah. there's been a lot. Dude, I threw a dart at him two years ago. It worked out. Yeah, I know. It did work out. It still did. Like all the darts from Jacksonville. That's why I'm telling you, Immorte Bebe. Immorte Bebe. Yeah. I mean, overall, Jacksonville this season, everyone. I I'll just shoot it. You know, absolutely. They're up. Like two hundred twenty-four. Two hundred twenty-four offensive plays last say I year. Right? I bet they get to eight hundred this year. That's that's eighty more. So I have a bet attempts. with I have a bet with Dicky James Robinson, top twenty-four they have, running back. That. that number's not right. Oh well. Yeah, they they ran, get they, they get a lot more. I bet they, they get a hundred more snaps. Nine hundred ninety-seven total offensive plays, and I bet you they're in the top half of the league. I agree. Um, what was do the we, bet? Do so, we? So yeah, sorry, my bet with Dicky because he picked James Robinson on Dynasty League four years for twenty-seven dollars. I'm so I'm like, dude, like, it's, you're an idiot. It's ETN. Like James Robinson will still have a role, and he's like, dude, ETN's gonna just sit. For like a year or two, blah blah. blah. I'm it's like not a quarterback. I'm like, dude, James Robinson will not be a top twenty-four running back. He's like, he was RB seven last year. I'm like, I I get that. It's this year. So our bet is a top twenty-four. James Robinson will finish. I say he's on the out. He says he's on the in. Wasn't I in on that? He said no more bets or something like that. No I think he was getting scared. He's like, wait, I'm actually going to lose this one. It was for a four pack. He's like, you never specified the four pack. I'm like, I mean, touchdowns touch can change anything because I bet Robinson is the touchdown back for them. But no, well, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, this is going to be a backfield that I have my eye on all season long because yep. there's a world where ETN gets close to 265 carries. I'll tell you what. If James Robinson starts week one and gets 20 carries and ETN gets 10, trade e, trade e, for ETN low oh, so fast. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, fast. Buy low. Yeah. Buy so low so fast. fast. I think we would all say outside top 24 as of right now. Like our I think tw- it'll be close. Our but. 24th ranked guy is probably close to David Montgomery, and I'd be like, yeah, Brad David Montgomery. I'll think it'll be close, but that's yeah. also because I think we all have James Robinson ranked outside of the top 30. Do we, we, yeah, we yeah, didn't even, so, we didn't even talk so, about it. I'll yeah. probably move him up, but like I think this offense is going to run a lot so much that I think ETN is going to hit top 12. So it's <laughs> gonna, This is going to be an interesting division. Um, I mean, Jacksonville wins more games than Houston, that's for sure. And, and I think I the think top it, two stays pretty similar. Yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be interesting between Tennessee and the Colts to see who can uh, you know get the uh, – how many games they win? So, who, the so who do you year? think wins the division? Colts, I think Colts win the division. I think Tennessee does just because of the Julio thing. I think how, Tennessee wins the division. How can, it's going to be very, very, how can very the same thing again. 11 to 5, 11 to 5. Yeah, so, they might tie. <laughs> so same go, thing. Going to the burners. So there's a bet at Vegas over under nine and a half wins for the Colts. Yes. They won 11 games last year yeah. and they got a yes. better quarter. Like, I bet is that Vegas real fast. stupid? Like, are they just handing money No, it's because they think it's the Wentz thing versus Rivers thing. Vegas don't lose money. I actually heard a really good point on Twitter. I think it was Elvin Ryan. Shout out Elvin Ryan. Um, he was good. like, yeah, very, very good Twitter guy. But he was like, one of the least used and most effective uh, like scouting tools for fantasy football is looking at Vegas over-unders for the season for players. Like, see what their lines are set at. Vegas doesn't lose money very often. So that'll help you scout a whole guy That's real quickly. That's true. what your ranking should be based on. Yeah. I think they're wrong in Carson once then. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm they they are occasionally wrong for sure. That's how people. That's how people. Oh win no, you're wrong once. Yeah, I mean right. you're you're wrong once. But I would say you're Vegas is right. What ninety eight percent of the time? Yeah, like, I mean well, last Jeff, weekend we yeah, had the Nets and Brooklyn the, game the, the or or over yeah. under. or or more accurately, they're within a, a five point range in an NBA game or a, probably a like hundred a yard range. range. Yeah, it's freaking so, insane. It's not, so you're always down to the wire and over unders like. We did this last year. We didn't have it in the docket, but who's your favorite value in this division? Like we went through like who you thought was going to be good per team, you know, towards the end, but like who's your who's the guy you're targeting at a good value in this division? And I'll go first. Since right. since, go since I said. Do you take Nico clockwise? So so mine is and I don't know where he's going uh in drafts, but I know it can't be high. Um but I have two and I'll start off with Michael Pittman. And then the second one is exactly who we just talked about in Marvin Jones. Like huge, huge value. 
Yep. All right. Well, mine mine's gonna be uh, Josh Emo Terbebe. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, he can't I'll, even say inaugural. And, and Tim Tebow. <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, Lavishka and Hines. Okay. I'm taking Nico Collins, hundred percent. But do you think he's actually gonna have value? Like, yes. I, I mean, he's he a has, big I, dude. I think he has a guaranteed inroad to the wide receiver too. He's gonna be on the field. What do you think? Five touchdowns? Even with Tyrod Taylor, I think that's, he's the target in the red zone if the Texans can get there. See, I know but like, nothing but his, about Nico. His but value the thing is, is so low. Yeah, last round. Well, he didn't yeah, play a good point. last year, right? Like, so, so like, the question Nico? is value, right? Yeah. So if it's right. he might not get drafted and you take him in the 16th round and he finishes a wide receiver four, I win. <laughs> yeah. No, that's – yeah, my bad. Yeah. Sorry for blowing up the spot, man. I didn't yeah, know who, Jimmy. Nico, I didn't yeah. know who Nico he Collins was. <laughs> yeah. Um. Marvin Jones, and yeah. then if I had to do a number two, I'd say Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell. Yeah, that's another great Paris one. Paris Campbell that's you can get great for, one. for free. Nobody wanted to pick the Houston Texan running backs? <laughs> Come on, guys. I'll take Philip Values? <laughs> Those are reaches. I think, I think I'm going to take Dontrell yeah. Hilliard. It could be yeah. last yeah. round at Solid Reach. Buddy Howell. He, he could break through. You know what? I bet they pick up Love Bell, so I'll Love Bell. Uh-huh, just like Buddy Howell. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, well, that's the AFC South. They stink. That's it, our first division. It started out good, and it's like, uh, oh. It's I mean, a, that, this is honestly, a bad one. A very, very with the top heavy division. feels fun. Houston's just like, I feel bad for every player. Like, I feel bad for Burton Cooks. I really do. Right? They were one of the worst teams in the NFL last year, and they got worse. That's really hard to do in the NFL. Right. Tank. Tank and get the quarterback. <laughs> oh, did we, go over, did we go over their strength of schedule? Because I just wanted to point out when I was putting in their strength of schedule, it doesn't look good. <laughs> um... Uh, the Tennessee Titans have a decent strength of schedule with their quarterback ranked this at 12. This entire division has a tough schedule. Right. Running back at 12, wide receiver at 13, tight end at 4. And that's fine for Tennessee, but the rest of them, Houston's at 25 for quarterback, 29 for running back, 15 for wide receiver, 29 for tight end. Indianapolis Colts, 24 for quarterback, 29 for running back. Or excuse and me, 28 you know for running back, you know, 29 for wide receiver. That's not good. It's not good. We'll that, should, that should be good. If the higher the number, the weaker the schedule. If you use, no, if you use no, my it's, rankings. Uh, it's, no, 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 uh, it's in strength. So yeah. If you use mine that I entered into the strength of schedule. I did. Then the higher the number, the easier. Number, oh, strength of, strength of schedule. One, harder schedule. Okay, That's not so I'm going to repeat everything I just said. Remind, you know, erase uh, everything for the last the two minutes. Yeah. They is have a great schedule. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. It's the strength so, of the schedule. So the number one is the strongest schedule. That makes perfect okay. sense. So we will we'll correct we'll correct ourselves in that last like 30 seconds. You can ignore, but um, <laughs> what we'll actually do is just on cut our, out the whole on our the schedule. No, on our on our ranking page, we'll put each positional players and their rank for their position, so that if you want to go on there and sort. It and see, okay, I want to see who's got the easiest schedule for quarterbacks. You can see that you can sort it that way and then see where we've got them ranked so you can know. Tyrod Taylor has a great schedule, but he's still a shitty quarterback, so don't draft him. Um, and accurate. you can find that at TopShellFantasy.com. So then to point out our Marvin Jones take, he has the second best wide receiver schedule yeah. for wow. Jacksonville Jaguars. Fantastic. Uh, anybody else have anything else? What division is coming up next? Is the East? AFC East, baby. The East is coming up next, and then I think... We have the North and the West left. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a race to who finishes first. The North. Uh, yeah, I'll probably get some time. I have no meetings tomorrow, which is fantastic. So yeah. my employer can go. Uh, <laughs> I'm, out, I'm out two hours know. early of an hour employee. <laughs> uh, Topshellfantasy.com. Oh, ooh, let me say that again. Topshellfantasy.com. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Topshellffntsy. So it's the outro. So 20th easiest? Yes. You gotta do it all. I never I, so I literally over. Top shelf fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose. <laughs>